Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We are in season two using Pirkei Elba's treasury of the PAL with Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome and maximum TEE at yahoo.com. We're in chapter one, paragraph 17, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Yud Zayin. Let's talk about silence. Shimon ben Omer. Shimon, his son, says, All my days I have been raised among the sages. And I found nothing better for the body than silence. And I repeat, and I found nothing better for the body than silence. And it's not the theory that is of primary importance, but the action. Not the theory, but the action. Repeating that again. And whoever talks excessively brings on sin. Again, who talks excessively brings on sin. Three major points that we reiterated and we'll reiterate it again. Nothing better for the body than silence. Not theory. But action is the most important, and one who talks way too much brings on sin. Really important statements to live by. Try to remember, and let's see a few comments about it here in the treasury. Shimon, his son, says he was the son of Rabbi Gamliel Hazakain and was killed by the Romans during the period of the destruction of the Second Temple. Josephus writes of Shimon's great wisdom and practical sense. Magan Avos explains he was not called rabbi in this mission because he stated these axioms prior to assuming the post of Nasi. And the thing about the Romans comes from the Tosfos Yomtev. Better than silence is nothing. Nothing is better than silence. Shimon says, My life experience among wise men has taught me that one who remains silent at least appears to be intelligent. If he is quick to respond to, his peop- to people rather than silently hearing them out, he is bound to speak foolishly. There is a, a phrase out there, and I'm not going to say this right prop- properly, but it says something like, Better to be seen as as smart than to open your mouth and prove them as a fool, or better to seem foolish than to prove it by talking, or something like that. I can't remember the actual quote, but it's basically saying that think twice before you speak, and don't say things that make you seem foolish, because you could be seen as a smart man without opening your mind, your mouth and proving that, unfortunately, not all everything we say is really that smart. When in the company of scholars, Be'era Avo says, and sages, one is advised to keep silent and to try and absorb whatever they have to offer. Being in such company is an opportunity, and one is ill-advised to waste it on listening to his own words. Man is given a limited number of words in this world. When he uses up the quota, his life is over. Hence, nothing is as good for man's physical existence as silence. From Tiferet Svi, Derach Pekudecha, Negative Commandment number 34. And Rav interprets this as restraining oneself from responding to insult. Rev Miller, a Victor Miller, adds that one who does not allow himself to be agitated by personal insults will not suffer ulcers or other conditions that are aggravated by stress and tension. There are many different types of speech, and the Rambam talks about five types of speech. Mitzvah, Torah reading and study and prayer, forbidden, false testimony, falsehood, tale-bearing, cursing, foul language, and Lashon Hara, all bad things, tasteless, idle talk, general gossip, and the like, speaking disparagingly of positive ethical behavior, worthwhile, praising intelligent or virtuous character, degrading negative conduct or personality traits, of course, without referring to specific people, and lastly, permissible, business discussions, domestic issues, food budget, and the like. The notes on the bottom say, learn to listen. Mekor Baruch tells of a conference in which one person dominated the discussion and did not allow anyone else to speak. One clever individual dedicated to 
decided, excuse me, to silence this man as soon as he quoted something he had heard from one of the greats of the past generation. The clever gentleman interrupted him, saying, "That's a lie." The speaker was shocked and demanded an explanation. The clever man replied, It is impossible that you ever heard anything in your life. You never let anybody else talk. One must learn that there are times to be silent and listen. And not study but practice. Even for Torah study, where verbalization is appropriate, one is not rewarded for theoretical, theoretical intellectual pursuit. Torah must instead govern practical daily living, even its most minute practical details, as Rav says. We have to make sure to practice. The Torah is not meant to be relegated and delegated only to the theoretical of the study hall, but we're supposed to practice what we preach, practice what we learn. We have to do and not just learn. Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah, being a proper, upstanding gentleman and being God's servant and, and the children of Hashem, the children of God, we have to practice and not just learn. So it's not just about the theoretical, but definitely about the practical also. And one who talks successfully brings on sin. This principle is demonstrated tragically in the very first day of mankind's existence. Eve extended, Chava extended the facts when she said that God had forbidden not only eating, but touching it from the tree of knowledge. The snake then pushed her against the tree, proving her claim wrong. Likewise, asserted the snake, you will not be punished for eating from it. Because of her excessive words, her and her husband came to sin. So we have to be careful to not speak excessively. And at the bottom, brilliant ignoramus Judaism is not a system of philosophy. It is a code of laws whose primary purpose is to relegate human conduct. The Medrash, Bracious Rabbah 1913, teaches that the main venue for God's presence is this world. God does not need angels. He seeks men whose every move is governed by Torah. Rabbi Yisrael Santer said one who one can possess broad technological knowledge and be a fountain of deep penetrating analysis, yet he does not deserve to be considered a true Talmud Chacham, Torah scholar, if he has not allowed his Torah knowledge to refine his character and restructure his personality. He is an Am Aretz who happens to know how to learn. So the three main practical things we learn is that you have to realize that nothing is better than silence. Really think twice, even more than that, before you speak. And it's not the theoretical, but it's the practical. It's the actual action that counts. And we talked about already how Avraham was someone who said little and do much. Here, too, don't talk about theory, don't say a lot, but do a lot. Talk a little bit and talk theoretically a little bit, but move on it, pounce on it. Make sure to do the action and not just theoretically. And don't talk excessively. Excessive talk is not good, brings on sin. Keep it relegated to simple matters and simple things. And then hopefully you'll make the world a better place as much as you can for 120 years. This has been the PAL with Tani G. Join us next time as we talk about the pillar of the worlds that the world endures on. We talked about in the beginning of the parak, in the beginning of the chapter, what the world was created for, the three things. Now we're talking about what the world endures on. Which three things? You want to hear about it? Join us tomorrow here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.